Hello, sir. Welcome to It's About Time Travel Agency. What may I have the pleasure of doing for you today? Well, yes, hello. I am interested in experiencing history, if you know what I mean. Of course, sir, of course. No need to jump in one of those crazy newfangled rockets and find adventure at the far corners of the solar system when there are countless years of human history to explore right here at home. Now, what kind of experience were you looking for, sir? Can I interest you in one of our most popular packages? It is a brief whirlwind tour of some of the most important moments in history. The signing of the Declaration of Independence, the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, Martin Luther nailing his 99 theses to the church door. Don't you mean his 95 theses? You are correct, sir. You are correct. I got that confused with the 99 Luft balloons. Keen ear, sir. Keen ear. My point is, we'll send you to a number of these key moments in history, then round it off with your choice of dinner at either the Last Supper or the ten-course extravaganza feast preceding the sinking of the Titanic, and then take in a performance of an opening night Shakespeare play at the original Globe Theater. Tempting, but I'm looking for something a little more hands-on, if you will. Say no more, sir, say no more. How would you like to hike to the summit of Everest with Sir Edmund Hillary? Top of the world, sir. Yes, yes, very enticing, but it uh, doesn't necessarily arouse my interests, if you catch my drift. Arouse your interests? Well, sir, I definitely want to help you find the best timecation to suit your interests. That's a little insider term that we use around here. We find it fun to combine time travel and vacation. Yes, I call that quite clever. Now, if we could find something suited to my arousal... Ah, uh, yes, my apologies, sir. What specific interests do you have in mind? Uh, what do you have in the way of an Epicurean experience? Epicurean, sir? Yes, Epicurean, based on the ancient Greek philosopher Epicurus's notion that pursuing pleasure was the greatest good in life. Oh, I see, sir. Are you looking for some historical hijinks? Looking to get amorous in the annals? Maybe a little body in the bygone? Eh, sir? Eh, sir? Yes. Say no more, sir. Say no more. It will be my pleasure to help you get your interests aroused, as you say. Now let me see what timecation packages I have here that might meet your more carnal criteria. Hmm... Well, why not ancient Greece, since you're so fond of your Epicurus? Interesting. Tell me more. Well, sir, possibly our Olympic package. Picture it, sir. Experience the Olympic Games in all their original glory. Some say it's like Mardi Gras, the Super Bowl, and Easter Mass at the Vatican, all rolled into one glorious non-stop five-day spectacle of excess and debauchery. You can spend your days hobnobbing with the who's who of Greek society, rub elbows with Plato, 
partake in a public feast for which a hundred oxen are slaughtered, and see the forty-foot-tall ivory and gold statue of Zeus, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Then spend your nights roaming the ceaseless bacchanal that is the ramshackle makeshift tent city that pops up for the games. Burning Man wishes it could aspire to this inconceivable spectacle of actors, poets, artisans, and performers around every drunken corner, not to mention the abundance of prostitutes brought in from all over the Mediterranean, expert masseuses, and of course, young boys in makeup doing erotic dances, if that arouses your interest, sir, say no more, say no more. Well, I never. Oh, of course, sir, nor have I, nor have I, eh? Eh? Oh, and of course the game, sir. Men running around, greased and naked, wrestling with each other. Chariot races, which were essentially demolition derbies with horses, and no safety equipment. Or place bets on your favorite fighter in the Pancration, a no-holds-barred, nude, one-on-one combat to submission. They weren't allowed to gouge eyes, but you could break fingers, choke your opponent unconscious, or tear out their intestines. Quite an extravaganza, sir. Quite an extravaganza. Well, I do say that does seem rather intriguing. How much is it? Well, before you make up your mind, I do need to warn you that this is a festival of over 40,000 people held in a rural part of ancient Greece with no sanitation whatsoever. It is held during the hottest part of the summer, so the two rivers that serve the area are dry, meaning there is no water available for bathing or drinking, heat stroke is common, there are numerous large festering pits containing the rotting carcasses of the sacrificial animals which are being slaughtered continuously over the course of the five days, these, of course, draw plagues of insects which swarm the skies that are already choked with the smoke from thousands of fires, and there is a high probability that you will contract a fever and diarrhea. Aren't you trying to sell me on this package? Of course, sir. However, I am required to disclose this. We've had people take this package before and then sue upon returning because they got horrendously ill. Actually, with all our travel packages, you are required to sign a waiver before you leave, acknowledging that most of human history is extremely unhygienic, there are no safety standards, and it is very likely that you will get sick or injured, but you hold no one else liable for anything that happens to you in the past. You take full responsibility for any calamities that might befall you. I see. Do you have anything slightly less perilous? Well, if the perils of the Olympic Games are a little too much for you to stomach, you could try Athens. And what leisures would ancient Athens have to offer that might pique my particular interests? Oh, plenty, sir. Athens was somewhat of a male paradise. They locked all their women away at home and had full reign over all public life. 
you can see plays gaze at wondrous works of art gamble with dice and attend a symposium which is a gala drinking party where you can indulge in music poetry and debate philosophy so no women oh hardly sir all the wives and daughters were hidden away from public eye locked up like the property they were but the city was teeming with porn eye uh, porn eye prostitutes sir the common prostitutes were called pornai. It basically translates to viable woman. Interestingly, it's the basis for the word pornography. Or, if you prefer snails, there were plenty of pornois, sir. Oysters are very fine, thank you. Of course, sir, say no more, eh? eh? Well, my point is that there is plenty of everything to be had. In fact, prostitution is regulated by the state. State-run brothels are taxed to build temples. Only thing you might have a hard time finding is fellatio, sir. Why is that? Oh, the Greeks found it to be degrading. If that's something you're looking for, you'd be better off on Lesbos. Is Lesbos an option? Oh, of course, sir. In fact, it was known in ancient Greece as being the hot spot for sex tourism. Everyone went there for the lesbians. I've no interest in lesbians. What else do you have? You misunderstand, sir. Everyone from Lesbos is a lesbian. They aren't what you are assuming. They were supposed to be some of the most exotic women of the Mediterranean, sir. Very exotic, sir. They were particularly known for that act, sir. In fact, back then, getting your knob slobbered was referred to as getting a lesbian. Intriguing. Yes, indeed, sir. Picture it, if you will, sir. Laying there on a warm Mediterranean night, like a king upon a great mound of pillows, eating figs and drinking wine, while numerous sensual sun-browned women meet your every libidinous desire, as you listen to the lyre music of the poetess Sappho, float into your ears on the soft ocean breeze. Quite a holiday, sir, quite a holiday. You yourself don't happen to be a Greek descendant, are you, sir? Uh, no, I'm not. Is that an issue? No, not at all, sir. I just wanted to check because we in the time travel trade try to minimize the chances of becoming one's own grandfather as much as possible. So, should I book you the six-day, seven-night, lovely ladies of Lesbos luxury package? And he's tempting, but a little pedestrian. What do you have that's more exotic? More exotic than an ancient Greek island celebrated as having some of the most beautiful women in the world that were known to have a prowess for giving head, sir. Yes, I'm looking for something utterly unique. I want an experience. Yes, of course, sir. An experience. You know, sir, let me call in my colleague, Mr. Gray. She may be able to offer you something more exotic. One moment. Yes, hello, Mr. Gray. Sorry to bother you. I was hoping you could help me out front. I have a customer here that is looking for something exotic. 
Yes, I offered him that. Yes, that as well. No, oysters only. Uh-huh. That was the last thing I offered. Called it pedestrian. Okay, thank you very much. She'll be right out. Just a moment, sir. <clears throat> um, watched that football match last night? Oh, yes, quite sporting. Oh, very good. Here's Mr. Gray now. Thank you for joining us. This is the gentleman in question. A pleasure to meet you, sir. A pleasure. My colleague informs me that you are looking for something exotic. Hopefully I can offer you something quite unique. I specialize in the more unconventional experiences. My associate said he offered you ancient Greece, but I can see that you are a man of exacting taste. Have you considered ancient Rome, perhaps? After all, the Grecians may have invented it, but the Romans perfected it, as they say. Rome? Hmm. What exactly is on offer? All roads lead to Rome? No one did it quite like those Romans, eh? Perhaps we might be able to interest you in Pompeii? Quite naughty, the whole place. Obviously, we would drop you well in before any inconvenient exploding volcanoes. The whole place is a decadent paradise. There are, well, trouser-tackle lanterns hanging in the streets to light the way. Really gets one on the mood, if you know what I mean. Statues of Priapus all over the place? Why, they are carved into the very street stones. Once you are ready to sample the wares, as it were, you wouldn't have to look far. Might I interest you in the Den of the She-Wolves? She-Wolves? I'm not interested in animals, thank you. Nor was I insinuating you were. The Romans called ladies of the erotic arts lupa, which means she-wolf. Hence, the lupar of Pompeii was known as the Den of the She-Wolves. The whole place is decorated with erotic frescoes. Very fine, sir. Very fine. There are five rooms on the ground floor, furnished with stone beds and stone pillows. Stone beds and pillows? That doesn't sound particularly inviting. Oh, the beds are covered with a mattress and a blanket, of course, but I can see that you are a man of taste. The large second floors where the parties and more refined types gather, my friend. No stone beds. Here you have the finest wood. A real party, as it were. And it's not just the she-wolves, my friend. I know my colleagues said oysters only, but there are also gladiators earning a little on the side if you change your mind. So more brothels, then. If I wanted a brothel, I wouldn't travel 2,000 years into the past for a quick toss on a stone bed. Of course not, sir. Nor should you. My apologies. Forget the dinner, she-wolves. It is obviously not your speed. Perhaps something a little more private, sir? We can arrange an invite to the exclusive parties of the aristocracy. Yes, a party at the house of the centurion might be more your speed. It belonged to one of the biggest aristocrats in all of Pompeii, and it housed his private sex club. Forget the frescoes of the dinner she-wolves. They are dirt. Dirt, I say, compared to the art decorating these walls. The owner made a bit of a hobby around excess and decadence. No run-of-the-mill riffraff there, sir. 
why there are even large windows built in just for watching the action if you need to take a break. Or if you're more of a looker than a doer, guaranteed to be a night you will never forget. Or perhaps you'd like more of a party atmosphere? We might be able to offer the Festival of Flora package deal. The uh, practitioners of the oldest profession strip naked and entertain the watching crowds dancing and why they even engage in mock gladiatorial combat. Surely a sight you will not be forgetting any time soon. Hares and goats, quite fertile, are ceremoniously released and the crowds are pelted with velches, beans, lupins. Very fertile, the whole business. I can't say that's quite what I had in mind, to be honest. I thought that you specialized in more one-of-a-kind, ultra-remarkable experiences. So far, this doesn't sound any better than Greece. Fear not, my good man. We will crack this case. Perhaps Rome is not the thing for you, no matter. They didn't have air conditioning. And you wouldn't have wanted to drink any of the wine or water lead poisoning, you know. We can do better. How about this, sir? I found it while rifling through the archives. A thousand-year-old sex competition in Imperial China. Intriguing. How does one engage in a sex competition? Well, sir, Emperor Lu Chang of the Southern Han Dynasty enjoyed a game he called Naked in Twos. The contest starts with everyone drinking a strong aphrodisiac that his alchemists concoct. He then pairs the men off with palace women. Everyone begins having sex with their partners for the night, while the assemblage are hard at work. He and his Persian lover are carried round to observe, and the two of them decide who is winning at having sex. If they decide that you have defeated your woman, you both get a big prize. How exactly do you win at having sex? That's for Lu Chang to decide, sir. It is entirely up to his discretion. And if I don't defeat my partner, if she wins, do we get a lesser prize? No, sir. You are castrated. Castrated? Yes, sir. It seems like Lu Chang was very much into castration. He insisted that anyone who held power in his court be a eunuch. Pass. What if we could make you a, a god for a year? A god? Well, that's interesting, interesting. Go on, you have my attention. Yes, indeed, my good man. Tezcatlipoca is, why, one of the most important and powerful gods in the Aztec pantheon, and you could be him. Or rather, you could be his exipla. An exipla? Never heard of it. A living representation, an avatar, as it were. A flower in song, as the Aztecs called it. An excellence of aesthetic form upon the earth. Very elaborate. Get up, too. You get to dress up and wander around looking incredible while people venerate you. Well, I've always had a bit of a weak spot for the theater. What does the outfit consist of? Very fine, sir. Very fine. A polished obsidian mirror carried or worn on the chest in a smoking tube. You will need to be smoking constantly for the whole year. Decked out with an elaborate feathered headdress and carrying a shield, your body will be painted black. Your head and face will be painted with three jet black stripes and two of gold. Gold upper armbands, turquoise on the lower arms, 
golden shell pendants on the ears, turquoise plugs through the lobes, shell necklaces, sandals made with obsidian and ocelot ears, and golden bells all up and down your sides and legs. Sounds a bit uncomfortable, all that, eh? Eh, perhaps. But that is the price one must pay to be a god. Everywhere you go, people will bow and ceremonially eat the dirt you walk on as a sign of respect. Women will present their children to you and call you Tall One, Head Nodder, Handful of Stars. All you have to do is play music, sing, dance, recite poetry, and smell flowers. Smelling flowers and having people eat dirt while wearing fancy sandals? Is that all? Is there anything else this god business comes with? Perhaps something a bit more racy? Why, yes, indeed. You are given four goddess wives. Wives in every sense of the word, if you know what I mean. You can do with them as you will. Well, that does sound rather appealing. You say this lasts a full year, though. That sounds to be a bit of a commitment. I think my wife would notice if I were gone that long. No worries, sir. No worries. You are dealing with the very latest in time travel. We'll pop you right in. You live as a god for a year. And bring you back with no more than five minutes having passed. Have you home before tea, we will. Oh, excellent. Uh, one question. Why does it last a whole year? Do they take turns? Yes, in a way, sir. At the end of your one year, you're taken to the top of a stone pyramid, laid down and your heart's cut out. Have my heart cut out? Don't worry, sir. We will extract you before you get your heart removed. Well, I should certainly hope so. You do come highly recommended. All right, you've piqued my interest. I will take the Aztec God for a year. A fine selection, indeed. A very good choice. An excellent choice, sir. Here, put this headdress on. Sign here. Here. Triplicate here. Initial here. There. And there. Your thumbprint here. And a drop of blood there. A drop of blood? Yes, sir. A fully binding contract. Aztec guard for a year, sir. Well, all right, then. Wonderful. Right this way, sir. Into the machine. Have fun, sir. We promise to have you out before the year's up. Thank God he finally made up his mind. Mayhaps we should have mentioned that he has to play a flute constantly and carry around arrows, a lance, a spear, a mirror, and a viewing scepter. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Hopefully he picks up the flute quickly, though. The Aztecs are pretty strict about that one. Anything else on the schedule for this afternoon? Yes, you have a three o'clock with a Mr. Rolf Hansen. And what are we doing for him? Quite odd. He wants to go to Svalbard in the year 1500. The year 1500? Why, there's barely anything there now. It wasn't even discovered until the 1590s. That's the point, I guess. Says he wants to spend a full six months of Arctic night in the bitter cold with his wife. Well, to each their own. Done with the social media yet? 
asked everyone to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Told them to support us on Patreon? Not yet. I was hoping you'd take care of that. Ah, looks like it's time to pull that chap out. Welcome back, sir. Hope you enjoyed your experience. <laughs> Hardly. You definitely cut it a little closer on that one. They were just about to walk me up to the pyramid. Also, the outfit was atrociously heavy and uncomfortable. The standards of living for an Aztec god are horrendous. And you failed to tell me that I only got the wives for the last twenty days of the year. By that time I was so tired from playing the flute, smoking and smelling flowers non-stop that I was too tired to even do anything with them. All in the fine print, sir. But... Legally binding contract, sir. But... Here's your hat, sir. Off you go. But... Bye! Be sure to give us a five-star review. And now, a word from our sponsor. Previously, on Dirty Talk After Hours. Yeah, you ready for this final volley? I'm ready. All right, let's, let's do, do it. All right, hunker down. Oh, shit. It looks like they're regrouping. Ah! What are they doing over there? Oh, crap. Ah! It's coming! Ah! After Hours, available exclusively on Patreon every Monday morning. Hey everybody, this is Chris. And Rain. And if you do want to join us for the Dirty Talk After Hours podcast, we would love to have you along. It's a weekly podcast that we do on Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash dirty talk podcast and we'll give you an earful each and every Monday morning. Both of your ears full. Yes. Two ears full every Monday morning. Sometimes we go on adventures. Sometimes we talk about the weird news of the day. It's a never ending party, my friends. Join (laughs) us. So if you want to support this podcast and encourage us to keep doing the awesome job we're doing and get bonus episodes every week, go to patreon.com backslash duty talk podcast. See you all there.